Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Descending from ivory towers. One of the greatest contributions of the internet and social media is the democratization of access by people to information, not only as consumers, but also as its sources and content creators. Tragically, This blessing has turned into a curse when just practically anyone who knows how to Google search and has the audacity to claim expertise in the guise of just expressing an opinion has acquired a platform. Worse, and riding at the back of political polarization and blind idolatry, this breed of pseudo-experts is challenged and, armed with a huge army of followers, overwhelmed those who really have the credentials. There is a palpable anti-science, anti-profession agenda among many social media enablers. The sentiments of ordinary voices that have long been marginalized by elite institutions have attached their expressions to the agenda of political vendetta, as a form of payback, where formal degrees and credentials are devalued. In fact, suffixes that bestow professional titles have become markers for derision by the ordinary as essentially elitist and out of touch. It does not help that most universities have taken up contradictory and hostile positions in relation to a large swath of the masses. This structure of discursive cleaving found its clearest manifestation when pro-Duterte and pro-Marco social media vloggers and their followers battled with professional academics who identified themselves as Duterte and Marcos critics. The academic universe was imaged as dressed in the color pink, and it did not help that this was reinforced by facades and gates of known universities that actually displayed the color. We thus have a recipe for disaster in the realm of the propagation of information and knowledge, with pro-Duterte and pro-Marcos vloggers being elevated as credible sources of knowledge even if many peddle disinformation and fakery, facing off with academics who behave like partisan trolls instead of professional scientists. It must be one of the darkest moments in our country's intellectual history when partisanship has upended and tanked the reign of reason and science. It is a given, and anyone who engages in science and technology studies knows that knowledge and science cannot be neutral. It is, in fact, political. But politics here should go beyond toxic partisanship and political idolatry, but should instead work for the benefit of advancing the interests of humanity, particularly those at the margins. As it would turn out, if we embark on using knowledge to speak truth to power and challenge the elite structures in society, there would actually be no single political color that can be demonized or be hailed as a messiah. The crusade will be against all forms of social injustice, which will necessarily implicate elites regardless of political color. In order for the scientific community to become effective servants of the people and agents of structural transformation, it has to become political. Scientists have to be partisan not to political parties or personalities, but to sectors and advocacies. In order to do this, there is a need to replace old science with new science. Old science was primarily driven by curiosity and by the interests of academic disciplines, whereas new science is primarily driven by problems and issues, and would entail approaches that involve various disciplines. Research direction in old science is controlled by the academe and the scientific institutions, while in new science it is mainly a product of interaction with users. Quality of work is judged only by peers in old science, while it is judged not only by peers but also by users in new science. Natural and social scientists operating under old science work on minimizing uncertainty as much as possible. On the other hand, new science recognizes that problems contain large and pervasive uncertainties. 
Thus, new science looks for scenarios instead of models and grants legitimacy to diverse sources of knowledge and networks of information beyond the traditional rubrics allowed by the scientific method. Old science has relied solely on scientific and peer-reviewed journals, and scientific meetings and conferences as the main venues for communication. New science goes beyond these and engages the diverse platforms and channels of communication that would now include social media. It is now established that we live in the internet age, and that the fourth industrial revolution is driven by information and communication technology. In the face of urgent global challenges, like the emergence of pandemics and the warming of the planet, matched by political instability in many regions, natural and social scientists have to take on the challenge of how to compete with those who peddle lies about vaccines, deny climate change and peddle political disinformation. And these cannot be done if scientists confine themselves to peer-reviewed journals and academic conferences to communicate. Fakery in social media is rampant. And the response of the scientific community is equally worrisome. While scientific institutions have now opened their own social media accounts, they still speak in ways to which ordinary people cannot relate. A huge majority of scientists have practically ceded social media to trolls and fakers. What is most tragic is when scientists use social media not to popularize their science, but to troll their political adversaries. It was indeed disappointing to see the posts of noted scientists during the last elections where instead of providing light into the noise of political partisanship, they ended up becoming peddlers of political partisanship themselves. It's about time that the scientific community populates social media and all its platforms and channels to popularize science, to provide counter-narratives to the fakery and disinformation being peddled not only by pseudo-experts and pseudo-intellectuals, but even by media personalities who should know better. And this can only be done if scientists learn how to speak the language, and in platforms, of the ordinary and the everyday, and descend from their ivory towers. It is also time for universities and the scientific enterprise to provide support to the popularization of science and to incentivize this kind of work. It is about time impact is measured not only in terms of citations but in actual lives that are reached, touched, served and transformed. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>